Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I know Chris, look, Chris had to look at his watch. Chris, time flies when you're looking at greatness. I think that's how the saying goes. What? What is your problem? All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, look, he does this to me sometimes. I'm going to continue on my thoughts about why we should be paying attention to something different today. I've got a dark thought about where America is and what you should be paying attention to. But my mentor, Michael Berry, he's the only reason I'm still not selling RVs. Obviously, huge radio host. He's listening. And whenever he's listening, he texts me during the show and demands that I be entertaining. So this has to be a really, really, really good segment, or else he'll call and he'll yell at me about something I screwed up. But either way, state of the country. I know this is dark. Just hang with me, all right? We'll get, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming, stuff like that. We have a corrupt system. We have a corrupt nation, top to bottom, when you're looking at the big national things. When you look at, obviously, our politicians, that goes without saying. The entire Democratic Party, 90% of the Republican Party, the three-letter agencies, let's not even start there. 
the media, Hollywood, the education system, the, 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 what we call the system. It's not that it's bad or incompetent. It is rotted to the core, and they're rotted together. That's why I call it the system. They all work together, no matter what. That's what we talked about this a little bit last night about why companies like Disney aren't worried about making 70% of the country mad because they have so many rich, powerful friends in this country and others. They can make up those financial losses when we make them feel financial pain. So here it is. This is darker than I like to go. Okay, especially on a Thursday when tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. This is darker than I like to go. I don't view the national system. It goes way well beyond the federal government, as I just explained. I don't view the national system as something that is salvageable. Doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Doesn't mean we shouldn't vote. That Doesn't mean any of that. The rot is so deep, I don't know how that rot gets cleaned out. The roots are so deep, you're going to have to dig in and tear out large chunks of the lawn in order to get those roots out. Larger chunks than I think most people, maybe even you, maybe even me, larger chunks than most people would be willing to accept. Ask yourself this. I know you're mad at, uh, what's what's an easy one? The FBI. Everybody with half a brain on the right right now is mad at the FBI for their incompetence, their malfeasance, and a bunch of other big words. I don't know what they mean. What if, what if I was running for president tomorrow? And what if I promised to abolish the Federal Bureau of Investigation? And I don't mean mentioned it once. I mean, that is a central platform of my campaign. When I get into office, I will fire every FBI agent and I will demo the building to the ground. Maybe you're sitting there cheering and saying, Jesse, yes, please do it. Maybe you are. But let me ask you this and answer honestly. You don't have to answer me, obviously, just to yourself. Answer honestly. How much support do you think that position would get within the Republican Party? Even by people who maybe agreed with me. Well, man, Jesse's right. I... I think we should abolish the FBI, and this is this would be the point where you get the but. I don't think we can do that. That's too far. I don't think he can say that. And yet, in order to clean out the depth of the rot in this country, it's going to take radical things like that. Are you okay? You, small government you, you know, small government me, I'm pointing to me too. Are you okay with troops walking into corporate headquarters of Google and shutting them down for collaborating with our mortal enemy China and other things? How would you view that? You woke up tomorrow morning, there's a Republican president. Oh my gosh, why are the Marines going into Google headquarters? Well, this is too far. Would you say it's too far? Look, I might say it's too far. I'm not pointing fingers here. But if we would, if you would and I would, then the truth is we're not accepting of what it's going to take to save the place. What I look at when I see this Elon Musk thing, you know what I see? I see all the forces that will line up against anyone who threatens the system. And remember, this is not uniquely American. Every fading empire throughout history When their government gets just mortally sick, the government tends to get more insular and more violent and nasty towards anyone who tries to fix it. 
You know, governments don't get sick and then look in the mirror and say, oh, guys, oof. You know, we got to get better. We, we've been bad and we got to get governments. They just don't tend to do that. That's not the nature of man. Governments get sick and rotted and corrupt and they think, hey, who's this guy saying we're sick? He's trying to fix us. Go get him. He's going to ruin what we got going. Elon Musk, look, make this about Trump too if you want it. Remember what they did to Donald Trump? Love him or hate him. Do you remember what they did? You understand they impeached the man twice over nothing, and that's on top of a two-year investigation when they all knew it was based on a lie? That's what you call pushing all your chips in the center of the table. That's how the system reacts to anyone it views as a threat. It's gonna, they're going to do the same thing to Elon. Forget about Elon Musk. Forget about Twitter. Pay attention to the people, to the entities around the world who line up against him. We're already getting rumors about the Justice Department. We're getting rumors about these huge financial corporations, Vanguard and, and BlackRock. We already know a Saudi prince is upset about it. A prince in Saudi Arabia. Now, granted, don't don't take that as being the whole country. He's kind of on the outs there, and he's kind of a, a left-wing prince. But still, why would a Saudi Arabian prince be so interested in Twitter continuing to censor information? Isn't that funny? Pay attention today to how quickly they oppose him, how quickly they lock shields, and more importantly, the thing you need to pay attention to most Look how high the opposition to this goes at the, I mean, government level. If it really comes out, the Department of Justice has just launched an investigation into Elon Musk. It's time to look in the mirror and ask yourself, what am I willing to accept from the next Republican candidate for president? What am I willing to demand in the way of reform? The reason I am down on the federal government. I'm not down on you and me because our communities, especially the red states and red areas in the red states, they're so strong and there are so many good people there and the infrastructure is there to be okay. So I'm really not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but nationally, I'm so down on it because the rot is so deep and I just don't see anybody even talking about getting down to the roots. I see people wanting to try, maybe trim the leaves, Hey, maybe we can cut it down a little bit. Hey, maybe we can do this or that. I don't see really anyone in a position to do something who is saying, hey, we either get these roots out now or we're going to lose the whole lawn. I don't see anybody saying it. And that's what it's going to take. There. That wasn't too dark, was it, Chris? It was dark? Was it too dark? It's a Look, it's a Thursday. It's not a Friday. I'm sorry. I can't be honest. We could... It, look, it's look. We're we're in the safety tree here. Again, it's not your mommy's show, Chris. It's your daddy's show. <laughs> Let's get to some emails, quick, Chris. At the risk of inflating your already swollen head, I want to explain why you're so popular. Oh, I like this email, Chris. This, what? It's going to be one of my favorites. You admittedly tell a good story and are entertaining. More importantly, you encourage us to have hope. Ooh. All-time bad timing award there with this one. You remind me why I am proud to be an American. God bless you, your family and crew, even Chris. Oh, we don't have to extend that to Chris. He's fine. Dear journalist Jesse. All right, hang on. We got to get it ready. It's journalist Jesse. 
there's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Could you comment on the Mexican truckers blocking the border? Says I can say his name. His name is Grant. I can, but I'm not going to. No, I, I, that's not true. I am. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Look, the Mexican truckers, we have to understand in North America, if you don't live along the border, the Mexican border or the Canadian border, if you don't live along one of the two, did I ever tell you that time I got placed in handcuffs crossing the Canadian border, Chris? I never told you that story. You know what? I'm going to have to tell you that story in a second. I'll tell you about the time I got placed in handcuffs crossing the Canadian border in a second. And I'll give you my thoughts on the Mexican truckers blockading the border. And I'll be very witty and handsome and special, Chris. You don't understand what any of those things are like. What? The time I bribed the Mexican official? It wasn't an official. It was a Mexican cop. And I had to bribe him. I had no choice. It was that or Mexican jail. You know what? I'll probably tell both those stories next because you want to bring up old stuff. Look, again, I never claim to be a good person here, okay? I've lived quite a life, all right? But I'll, tell, I'll do that in a second. Now, uh, maybe, maybe that was a little bit heavy. I, I understand that was a little bit heavy. The, the federal system is bad. It can't be safe. Look, okay, that's, that's the problem. Do you think that means we should go all just go home and hide under our beds and suck our thumbs? Or do you think that means we should commit ourselves to being stronger and better than ever before, including physically? Fellas, testosterone levels are at an all-time low. All-time. I don't mean like low in the last 10 years. All-time low. You don't need to put a bunch of chemicals in your daggone body. There are natural things you can take. And the guys at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, they have a business mission to fight against these communists by making American men strong again. Look, Father Time is undefeated. Get out there and take the male vitality stack from Chalk. It's three different things. Again, all natural. U.S. manufacturing. These guys are patriots. They called me saying, Jesse, we want to help. Go to choq.com and get the male vitality stack for 30% off when you use the code Jesse. Choq.com, that's chalk.com, promo code Jesse. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. Five fox in front, I had three more in the back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Hey, Chris, uh, Michael, fellas, go ahead and keep more ZZ Top in the old back burner here. Or not back burner, back pocket is what I'm saying. Uh, we can pull out ZZ Top anytime we want. You're daggone right. All right. The question was asking about the Mexican truckers blockading the border, but then that led into why I have had uh, interactions with law enforcement on the Canadian border and in Mexico. So apparently I'm going to have to tell these stories because Chris asked during the break, how is it humanly possible you've gotten in trouble in both different countries? I will explain. Uh, One, the Mexican truckers blocking the border. It's just about money. I mean, I'm not even criticizing them. There's a huge amount of traffic that goes across those borders. Gigantic amounts of goods go between Mexico and Canada and America. I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of that NAFTA stuff. It's, it's, it's a long history, but a lot of goods and services go across that border especially guys who are trafficking perishing goods across the border, you know, like apples and uh, Italian women. And not quit, Chris. It was a joke. It's fine. 
when you're trafficking perishing goods across the border, perishable goods, you can't sit at a port of entry for an hour extra or a day extra without it somehow hurting you. Now, enough about that. Let's talk about me. First of all, handcuffs on the Canadian border. I, I was in the Marines at the time. Actually, both of these happened when I was in the Marines. However, I want to point out, I was actually with my parents. My old man found this sweet walleye fishing trip up in Canada. And before Canada turned into a communist hellhole, Canada was a great place to go walleye fish. I mean, there's great fishing, hunting. Canada is a beautiful place. The food is dreadful, but the, the hunting and fishing is awesome. Uh, the the dimes up there are amazing. When I was a younger, obviously single man, like it was in Canada, was a cool, cool place, beautiful country, beautiful mountains. Just Canada's cool place. Again, they can't do anything about the food, but Canada's a beautiful place. We went up to Canada walleye fishing, and I need to clarify: this is before this is before nine eleven. That's going to come into play here in a minute. Before nine eleven. Well, we go up walleye fishing, we come back down, and we're crossing over in by vehicle from Canada into Montana. I'm pretty sure I caught the most fish or whatever, but we don't have to go into the details. I can't remember all of it. Well, the reason I said this is pre-9-11 is if you've been to either border, any border since 9-11, border security is significant. I mean, it's always been really significant in Mexico. It's gotten a lot harder since 9-11, but pre-9-11... There were border crossings like the one I'm about to describe to you. This is on the northern border of, obviously, Montana, bordering Canada. And we pull up to the, the line. And it's a gate. You know, it's just, it's not a gate, really. It's a bar that goes down, going each direction. And it's closed. And then there's the little station, the Border Patrol station, where the Border Patrol agents are. But I need to clarify for you here, because it may be hard to explain. You can look around. If I, if, I, if I was able to stand on top of this Border Patrol station and look around 360 degrees, I would not see another building of any kind. This thing is in the middle of nowhere. And I mean nowhere. There's no one around. Well, because there's no one around, there also aren't close facilities for the guys who actually worked that Border Patrol station. And this will tell you how small the station was. There were two guys. You know what they had to do? They built them two little homes that were basically attached to the station. And they, that's where they lived. And I mean, I'm not sure about their hours because my interaction with them didn't end up being that pleasant. But we're coming back down. And we get stopped, obviously, because there's a gate down there. And we're waiting for some Border Patrol agent to come out and, and check us. Uh, you know, Just check our stuff, IDs, whatnot, American citizens, so on and so forth. And nobody comes out. And it's the middle of the day. No one comes out, and we're just sitting there. Well, we, we still have hours to drive, something like five hours from there before we get home. We don't know what to do. There's not like there's a number to call or something like that. What am I supposed to do? I'm trying to get back into America, my country. What am I supposed to do? So I get out, and I start sniffing around looking for a number. No, Chris, I didn't raise the gate. Actually, this actually was completely unjustified what they tried to do to me because I didn't raise the gate. I didn't try to vandalize anything. I really just wanted to get through. I wanted to get a hold of someone. So I did crawl underneath the gate, but I was just looking around it. I was looking around for a phone number, something, someone I could call. Shoot, five minutes later, 
Out comes this Dudley from the Border Patrol house with his Border Patrol uniform on, yelling and screaming and hollering. What are you doing? You can't. That's against the law. And then his buddy comes out. And my parents are obviously concerned. But these guys place me in handcuffs. And they place me in handcuffs. And my mom's sitting right there. And I can see mom is worried. My dad is not as worried, probably because I'm not worried at all. And it's making the guys matter because I'm laughing about it. Because they're trying to scare me to death. And from there, they haul me into the Border Patrol place, into the little station. What, Chris? I'm a Marine at this point, yeah. I mean, I really, I was really unimpressed by the whole thing. And obviously, what are you going to do? Arrest me for trying to get back to America? Get your fat butt back in the Border Patrol booth. So I come, I'm sitting there. And they're sitting there and they're trying to give me this this totally put on made up speech of you understand what you've just done is a federal crime and it could result in 20 years in a federal penitentiary. And the less I am getting intimidated, the angrier they're getting because they can't. And I know they can't go anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere with this. And finally, they just go up to my old man and they're like, because they need an out. What they needed was me to break and say, I'm so sorry. Forgive me, Dudley. But I wouldn't do it. And so finally, they go up to my old man because it's the only out they have. And they're like, you just get him out of here and get him home. And he's like, oh, okay. All right, I will. <laughs> and they take the cuffs off me and we get back in the car and we drive on home. That was Canada. See, that time, that time I didn't do anything wrong. Mexico, that was a little bit different. I will explain in just a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Michael Lindell and MyPillow no longer have the support of big box stores or shopping channels the way you may have shopped for their products in the past. MyPillow have found themselves as part of this cancel culture. Because of this and the change in retailers, they want to pass the savings directly on to you. To get you familiar with other products, they are having a $25 extravaganza with the promo code JESSE. Two-pack multi-use MyPillows, just $25. MyPillow sandals, $25. Their six-piece towel set, you guessed it, 25 bucks. And for the first time ever, the premium my pillows with all the new Giza fabric, any size or loft level, just 25 bucks. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener special square for these $25 deals. Free shipping on orders over $75. Enter promo code Jesse or call 800-845-0544 for this amazing offer that won't last long. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, I don't know how this descended into screw-ups of Jesse night of me getting basically arrested in Canada and Mexico, but apparently that's what it's going to be. Look, it's that, or it's this. United States of America, one of the busiest airports in the world, fixed in two weeks. And I got in trouble because said if I took you into... O'Hare Airport, blindfold in the middle of the night, and took you into one of China's airports, blindfold in the middle of the night, and said, where are you, China or the United States? You'd probably think the Chinese airport was ours. Because it's so modern. So different. I mean, do we really want to wade into this? Do do we want to wade into the fact our president is... I mean... He, it's gotten to the point, I feel like he doesn't get called on blatant lies anymore because everyone deep down, we all just feel sorry for him. Been on a lot of university campuses. Matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. He was never a professor at the University of Pennsylvania, let alone for four years. What in, what in the world? <laughs> all right, back to me. I'll tell you my Mexico story, and then we'll get back to the other things. We still have a bunch of headlines. I got... I got distracted. We still have the Disney heiress. You know what? I'm going to say Harris. I want to say the H. I can say whatever I want on my show. I can say whatever I want. Disney Harris, Abigail Disney, calls on company to get more political 
and wants them to fight the right wing agenda. Let me just say this really quickly. I'm not going to dwell on this. We've done enough of that ugliness for the week of all the trans idiocy. How wild is it that saying a kindergartner shouldn't hear about sex from his teacher is now a right wing position? Isn't that isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard? If you oppose a 12-year-old girl given male hormones by a doctor, you're considered a right-winger? Now, I am a right-winger, so it's not like you're going to offend me by that, but that's really, that's officially a right-wing position. And remember, that's the position taken by the largest child-serving corporation on the planet. Their official position is that. Craziness. Cancel Disney+. Plus. Don't go to the new Marvel movie. I swear, I swear we're going to start a nationwide boycott of that. Whatever the new big Marvel movie is, the one they need to make a bunch of money, we'll just bankrupt it. <laughs> just do it. All right. <sighs> Bribing the cops in Mexico. Listen, I, I've said this is a family show, and this is, this is going to be a family story, so don't worry. But just allow me to say, kids, you don't want to be like me, okay? I've made mistakes. They're, we're lucky I'm still alive. We get to Marine Corps boot camp. We graduate Marine Corps boot camp. Ended up making it through. Woohoo, Marine at this time. But then after Marine Corps boot camp, you go to what's called SOI. If you're in the infantry, I take that back. If you're in the infantry, you go to SOI, the School of Infantry. And that's in San Diego. And it's it's you know, it's pretty st- it's tough, but it's whatever. It doesn't matter. That, that 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 isn't the point, but it's in San Diego. And if you look on a map, you will see San Diego is reasonably close to Tijuana, Mexico. Now, this was obviously there were still cartels there when I was there, and it was dangerous. It was definitely dangerous. This was really stupid, but it wasn't anything like it was now. So you young Marines who listen to my show, I know there's a bunch of you guys. Don't do this, all right, fellas? It's a different Tijuana now than it was when I was there. It is. You can get yourself killed down there. But it wasn't as bad when I was in the Marines. And I don't know why they do this, but the Marines tend to give out lists of places you're not allowed to visit whenever you're in an area. They did this to us in Tokyo. We went over to Tokyo, and they gave us this long list of these are all the bars and clubs you're not allowed to go to. Well, you might as well have driven us there and dropped us off. That's the first place we went. Oh, it must be sweet in there. (laughs) I'm going, right? Same thing. We're in SOI. They tell us, you are in no uncertain terms allowed to go down to Tijuana. It's too dangerous. You can't go. Well, where's the first place we're going to go? We, <laughs> we had a long weekend, and it was, hey, let's go find out what this place is all about. It must be sweet if these old fuddy-duddies tell us not to go there. So a bunch of us throw ourselves in the car. And actually, this was my second time down there, so I should clarify. But second time down there, we'd already gone once before when we were told not to go. This time, we were picking up a couple buddies who were going with a car full of Marines. And they were so adamant that you not go down to Tijuana, they actually stationed a Marine or Marines at the border coming back from Tijuana to look for Marines so they can bust you. And you're in deep trouble, deep trouble. But like that's going to stop us. I've told you before, I'm a six foot eight ninja. I can get by the border. What, Chris? I also, by the grace of God, had a father. I realize some people don't. 
And my father, well, obviously we weren't made of money. They're doing great now. They started a construction company and they're retired and fine. But we weren't made of money. We, we always had you know food and stuff, but we weren't made of money. But my dad still taught me the value of eh, keep an extra 20 on you. Go, go a long ways. Extra 20 on you, extra 50 on you. Just keep a little cash on you. It'll go a long ways. Don't be afraid to bribe people. And th- let me clarify how that translates today is – uh, let's say you're getting a new piece of furniture delivered and it comes in pieces and you don't want to or don't know how to put it together and the delivery guy says he's not allowed. That wasn't part of the delivery. Trust me, for $20, he'll put it together. And it's not going to be awkward. Just say, hey, man, 20 bucks, can you put it together for me? He's going to say, absolutely. We'll have it together in 15 minutes. Everyone wins, right? We get down to Tijuana. We drive down to Tijuana. So we have our vehicle there. You don't really want to make too many stops in Mexico, in between the border and kind of the downtown area, it can be a little dangerous. It can be a little dangerous down there. So we get to this big public parking area and we haven't stopped in a long time. We've all, it's brutally hot. So we've all been chugging water the whole trip. And my buddy, I'm not going to say his name because I didn't get permission. My buddy has to pee. He has to pee really bad when we get out. So we get out, and it's broad daylight, but it's this huge open-air public parking area. We get out, and he goes scrambling around behind the car. And remember, it's Tijuana. It's as filthy as you, as you can imagine. It's just a dirty border town. I love Mexico. And parts of Mexico are beautiful. Tijuana ain't one of those parts. My buddy goes running around the back of it, unzips it, unleashes it, and starts peeing right there behind the car. It's fine. We're all kind of standing around. All of a sudden, two Mexican cops come rolling up on us with my buddy sitting there, quite frankly, with his life in his hands. He has to wrap it up, zip it up. Cops come strolling up to us and say, that is against the law here. You're going to jail right now. Turn him around, throw handcuffs on him. Well, I'll be honest with you. There were about four or five of us, I believe, and we weren't letting our buddy go to a, to a Mexican jail by, I mean, under any situation, we were not letting our buddy go to a Mexican jail. So I, quick thinking as it was at the time, yanked out the cash I had brought down there, which, I, again, I, didn't, I wasn't made of money. I don't think I brought much down there. We were just trying to have a couple beers that night. I think I brought 100 bucks maybe. Pulled out the cash, pulled out a 50, and said, hey, is this okay? Can you let him go? It's Mexico. Cop reaches out, takes my 50, said, absolutely. You guys stay safe out there. Unhooks the handcuffs and off we went. <laughs> and I didn't have to buy a beer all night. How about that? Teeter- oh, oh, I almost gave out his name. It was on, All the beers were on him for the rest of the night. Gosh, that's what I'm talking about. I think I ended up making out like a fat cat in the end. Uh, kids, don't go to Mexico. Again, do not go to Mexico. You do not want to do the things I've done. All right? All right. We have a ton of headlines I didn't get to because I ended up... I ended up getting distracted. Do not forget, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. An Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Ask me anything. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. One more thing. Weekend's almost here. Can you give me 10 minutes on your Mantis X? Mantis X, that system that attaches to your weapon, whatever your weapon is, and allows you to practice with your weapon right inside of your home. I know ammo is expensive. I know gas is expensive. I, I understand life is busy. You have 10 minutes to sit at your dining room table 
and practice with your weapon. And it's not just target practice, remember. You get feedback. They'll put you through drills. You can become a better shooter inside of your home. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. Go to mantisx.com and get one today and practice, practice, practice. It's important that we make sure we're ready. Not that we hope, not that we pray. We make sure. MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. Jesse Kelly show. All right. Chris just asked during the break if I was ever arrested in America, in uh, United States of America as well, because by his, I don't, I wouldn't consider either of those arrested at all, but we'd already knocked out Canada and Mexico. And the answer to that question, Chris is actually yes. But once again, I didn't do anything wrong. Hold on. I'll get to that in a second. Don't forget tomorrow's an ask Dr. Jesse Friday. You can ask me anything. doesn't have to be political. We can have fun. It can be stupid. It can be history, men, women, employment. It doesn't matter. Food. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Email your questions. The whole show is those. Uh, as far as America, I was in high school. We were out looking for trouble. I had a midnight curfew, and I, I was buddies with a guy. He just loved to fight. You just love to fight. And you know these guys, they always get you in a fight. And and it's look, you need to keep the number of friends who love to fight real small that you have. All right? Because they're always getting in some kind of pickle. Fellas, you've undoubtedly dated a woman like this too whose mouth will write checks. You have to cash. You just, just move along. Trust me, it's an easier life. But my buddy always loved to fight. We were always getting in a fight. And we were out looking for trouble. I mean, we were just kind of driving up and driving around town seeing if we could find anybody. Not trying to fight anybody, but he saw someone pull up beside us, and he said the guy gave him the old middle finger. I was right there, too. I didn't see any middle finger. I didn't know why why would someone pull up beside you and give you the middle finger for no reason. It was basically an empty road, but he insisted the guy did. Well, I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat. Someone else is driving. My buddy who loved to fight was in the back seat behind me. We follow them. Always a great idea, right? Again, don't ever do this, especially today. You get your butt shot these days. Well, we follow them into a parking lot, and it turns out it was just some. I mean, he was our age. I was. I'm about to call him a kid. Gosh, he was our age, but it was. It was just some. He was just some skinny dork. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't hurting anybody. He seemed like a real nice kid. He pulls over. He's. Why are you following me? What's wrong? And you could tell this dude had he was he had no bad intentions at all. Well, my buddy wanted to fight, so my buddy gets out, and I get out, and I I'm trying to grab my buddy before he can get over to this kid because this kid does not realize what's coming his way, and I'm trying to grab him, and I'm saying no, hold on, and I can't quite get my seatbelt undone, so I got my door open, and I can't get out in time. My buddy gets over to him, and whop, just sucks him right through the driver's side window, right across the mouth. Kids bleeding from the mouth. I finally get there. I grab my buddy. I'm get back in the car, you idiot. You're going to get us in trouble. Get him back in the car. We get in the car and we take off. 
we start bringing my buddy back home. Now, we realize at this point in time, this kid has probably gotten his hands on a phone and he's probably called the cops because he did just get assaulted in the middle of a parking lot. So we decide we're going to be slick and we're going to stake out my buddy's house before we drop him off. We, again, don't be like me. Don't be like me. All right, we park up the road and we just, I think we were maybe two or three blocks away. We park up the road and we just have our eyes on my buddy's house seeing if there were any cops around. We're going to try to drop them off. We didn't see anybody. We didn't, Look, it felt like we waited an eternity when in actuality we're teenage boys full of testosterone. We probably waited 45 seconds and thought, oh, nice, we waited them out. We beat them. And we took off and we start driving real slow to my buddy's house. And of course, the way the fates would have it, the second we drive in front of my buddy's house, cop car comes around the corner heading for my buddy's house sees us, three people fitting the description of the vehicle, whoop, turns around, lights on. Soon we are pulled over with, I think there were four cop cars behind us. We're all hauled out of the car. I'm in handcuffs, back of the cop car. And so I I don't think this counts as being arrested, Chris. Everyone else thinks this counts. I was placed in the back of the cop car in handcuffs. I was driven down to the police station but they didn't put me in a jail cell. They simply said, yes, I know there were handcuffs, Chris, but they took them off because they had to give some statement about what happened. And it turned out the kid, bless his heart, when he called the cops, he told him the tall, skinny guy in the back seat was trying to tell him to stop. And so the cops said, hey, good to go. Thanks for trying to stop him. You can go home. And I wasn't drinking or nothing. So they let me, they actually, some of them gave me, one of them gave me a ride back to my car to where I got home, and I think I'm a dead man at this point because, again, I had a midnight curfew. It was like 3 a.m. by the time I got done at, the, done at the cop shop. You don't show up at my parents' house three late for curfew, son. No, sir. They couldn't have been cooler about it. I walked in. They're like, where you been? And I told them, well, I got arrested, but I didn't do anything wrong, and the cops let me go because I didn't do anything wrong. And I told them the whole story. They're like, oh, okay. Well, good work. I'm glad you're safe. I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> good night. And now, here's a headline. By go, you know the you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Yes, the media bury the race of murderers if they're not white. This is something that has driven the right nuts, nuts forever. This white liberal media effort to cover up crimes whenever a minority is involved actually increases racial tensions. It does not decrease them. It increases them. Remember, what we need is always more conversation, more open stuff, more uncomfortable conversations. Jamie Dimon sees storm clouds ahead for the U.S. economy later on this year. Gee, I mean, I don't know Jamie Dimon, and I'm not making fun of him. I'm not, but well, it, does, it doesn't exactly take uh, Milton Friedman to see some economic problems coming. Eight things more popular than the failure CNN Plus. Okay, that's just not right. That's just not right. Somebody brought up a Kickstarter campaign. There's a da- there's an Instagram account called The Daily Otis that has more subscribers <laughs> than CNN Plus. Gosh, that's funny. Biden says new $800 million Ukraine package will include helicopters. I don't know why we hate the Ukrainians so much that we would send them any of those flying death machines. As inflation soars, how is Arizona iced tea still 99 cents? I will tell you how it's still 99 cents. 
they're cheating. That's how. They're cheating. They're finding a way to cheat. If your supplies haven't gone up in cost all this time, they're finding a way to cheat. I guarantee. Which actually reminds me. That reminds me. Have you bought gold yet? You see what inflation's doing. Doritos is actually taking five chips out of every bag because inflation is that bad. It's that bad. They're already predicting recessions. Don't do anything radical. Call Oxford Gold Group. Tell them Jesse told you to call and get some gold delivered to your front door. Okay? 833-995-GOLD. Nice little weekend project. They'll deliver gold to your front door. So if the worst happens... You aren't financially ruined. I'm not financially ruined because these morons destroyed the value of the dollar. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. On TikTok, Russian state media is still posting propaganda. Look, everything is propaganda now. It's one of the odd things about the information age. We've never had access to more information ever. You have that phone in your hands that gives you access to absolutely everything but so much of it is crap. You just have to learn how to wade through different things on your own. No one else can do it for you. All right, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's all. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 